0: Hello, and welcome to Time Out with Rita. Today, I'm happy to present you to my friend and colleague, Suzanne Miller. Suzanne and I taught English as a second language together at the Milwaukee Area Technical College for quite a few years, and we continue to work together as consultants in Act II Educational Consultants. Suzanne and her husband, Dennis, are world travelers They've traveled around the world, learning about other peoples and their cultures, more than anyone I know. This has contributed to Suzanne's better understanding of our ESL students and the difficulties they face, needing to learn a new language in order to successfully live in a new land. Suzanne is with us today to talk about our very American holiday, or is it? Halloween even here in the United States there is disagreement over what Halloween is all about. So we'll say hello and welcome to Suzanne and ask her just how she explains this holiday to people not born and raised in the United States. But first we'll have a word from our sponsor. Time Out with Rita is brought to you by Act Two Educational Consultants, a consortium of professionals from across the USA, offering their skills, experience and expertise to help you reach your teaching and learning goals.
1: to explain Halloween to people new to this country? Well, it's very hard to do, okay? For some people, it's a fun event, especially for children. They love trick-or-treating and they like wearing costumes. For many adults, there are parties to go to and that is also fun. There are other people that really enjoy being scared, okay? You'll see trees filled with ghosts in, in, in October tombstones on front lawns, and you'll also see people with go to haunted houses. These are special places that they set up, and actually people pay money to go through these houses, and people will jump out them and make them scream. Well, they, some people really like that. And then there are other people that just don't like Halloween. Halloween began very many, many years ago, actually 2,000 years ago. It was called a celebration or an event or an event called Sirham. It was in Ireland and England. At that time, on November 1st, they decided that was New Year's. And they believed that the curtain between the world of the living and the world of the dead was very thin, so that spirits could return to Earth and walk the Earth. And the people were very frightened of this, so they built bonfires up on hills to scare them away and they also sometimes wore costumes masks and so on so that the spirits would not would not recognize them so it was a very frightening time for the people and this was also the beginning of the stories about witches and other demons on november 1st of, in the 7th century the church declared november it declared to be the day that we're going to remember all of our dead people that have come before us, and they called it All Saints Day. They wanted to replace this pagan holiday with a holy day. This is how it stayed for quite a long time, until the Irish came to the United States in the 19th and early 20th centuries. They brought they brought the customs of, of wearing costumes, and the trick-or-treating came from what they think was the practice in in England that allowed poor people to beg for food from richer people this food was called soul cakes now the also um, their practice of carving pumpkins and putting candles in them came from the Irish uh, again in the way early 2,000 years ago, to scare off people, they would cut out turnips and put, with a scary face on them and they put a light on them. So that was the beginnings of all these strange customs that we have right now.
0: Now, we have some questions for you based on the first part of our program. Number one, how many years ago did what is now known as Halloween begin? Was it 200 years ago? Was it 2,000 years ago? Or was it 12,000 years ago? Number two, why did the church choose November 1st as All Saints Day? Was it to replace the pagan holiday? Was it to celebrate New Year's? Or was it so that children wouldn't have a reason to go trick or treating? Number three What country had the tradition of soul cakes? Was it Ireland? Was it England? Or was it Scotland? Number four What did the Irish carve to scare away evil spirits? Was it a potato? A pumpkin? Or a turnip? The answer to these questions will be found at the end of our podcast. Suzanne Miller is with us today. She's talking to us about the American celebration of Halloween. Hi. Uh, welcome back Suzanne, and I'm wondering if you could tell us about some of your favorite Halloween activities.
1: Certainly I will do. That. Um, it used to be, you know, when my boys were little, one of the things that we would work on together was making our own homemade costumes. Um, and they really turned out to be a lot of fun. Well, obviously they're all grown and, and my grandkids are grown too, so we can't do that. But nonetheless, we still often usually get together as a as a family, and we make Halloween sugar cookies, which is really kind of fun. Um, and then we also carve pumpkins uh, for the for the Halloween time time. Um, I enjoy I enjoy very much um, when the kids come and trick or treat. Uh, a lot of times they're very very little, and they come up to the door, and they they don't know exactly what to do, but they come and they they're, they're parents coach them and they're always come with their parents there I never see little kids off by themselves and they come to the door and they'll say trick-or-treat and I'll give them a treat and they say thank you and then they go away and it's, it's that's a lot of fun so I really enjoy that as do I
0: well Suzanne have the Halloween celebrations changed over the years uh,
1: really it does seem to be um, now they spend much more money um, on Halloween decorations and parties and so on, almost as much as they said, and I can't hardly believe this as they spend for Christmas. Um, all the hol- if you, when you go by and you see all the various lights and the decorations, and a lot of people make uh, have large uh, Halloween uh, parties. Um, and of course, you have to have a lot of food and, and uh, something to drink. Yeah, so they spend they spend a lot of money between all these all these types of things. Yeah,
0: well, what do you think Halloween is gonna be like this year with the COVID-19 no. issue?
1: Yeah, oh boy. Um, I just read in the paper that uh, Milwaukee is canceling their trick-or-treat time. So they're not going to be, they don't want kids to come. Now I live in Greendale and they haven't said anything yet about it. And I was thinking, you know, if I were a parent, I guess I would worry because uh, you don't know all the different places that you would go to uh, where your kids might be exposed. If somebody in that house did have COVID and they didn't know it, which they might possibly not know it. Um, so I would I would worry about it. Then the, the so suggestion was, and I might do this if there are kids coming uh, to just leave a, a bowl of treats out in the out on the front porch. And they can get their own. So I don't know how many people, how many kids will come. Well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. I might be left with an awful lot of candy and, and <laughs> little bags of uh, bags of chips and so on that I was going to give away. So I, yeah. I, I know it's not going to be the same um, as it has been in other years. So not nearly as much fun. Well, I, I bought some little
0: individual bags. And what we're going to do, because we live in Milwaukee, but... The neighborhoods, I think, are individually going to kind of form their own little Halloween trick-or-treating. And so I'm told that my neighborhood is going to have something like that. Mm -hmm. So I just bought some little bags that I'm going to wrap individually, put candy in there, and and I'll leave them out on the porch Uh because I don't want to get sick either. And there's always the possibility that one of the children is carrying You know the the infection so uh we just have to we just have to kind of roll with it i guess yeah. and keep ourselves safe keep each other safe mm-hmm. and and still try to enjoy enjoy the the season so thank you suzanne this was great i learned a lot by listening to the some of the history of halloween and I'm sure our listeners will also be happy to know something about the origin of this celebration and, and something about the way we have interpreted it in our own, our own style here in the United States. So thank you very much. And I look forward to having you visit on another occasion and enlighten us about some of the other holidays.
1: It's been my pleasure. Thank you.
0: Great. Thanks, Suzanne.
1: Bye.
0: Bye. Here are some questions based on the second part of Suzanne's presentation. And again, the answers to these questions, as well as the others, will be at the end of our podcast. So we'll start now with number five. What are two of Suzanne's continuing Halloween traditions? Are they making costumes for children? Making Halloween sugar cookies with her family? Having a neighborhood Halloween party? Or carving pumpkins into jack-o'-lanterns? Number six. How has Halloween changed through the years according to Suzanne? Is there less money spent on parties and decorations or more money spent on parties and decorations? Number seven. Does Suzanne? see small children trick-or-treating by themselves yes or no number eight this year 2020 because of the pandemic will there be any changes in Milwaukee's Halloween celebrations, yes or no? That's a wrap for this edition of Time Out with Rita. Many thanks to Suzanne Miller for spending her time with us today and for giving us a bit of Halloween history along with some customs, traditions, and Halloween 2020 local updates. Join us for our next episode of Time Out with Rita when we will be discussing how we elect a president here in the United States. Our next presidential election is this coming, November 3rd, and it is important that you understand the process. I look forward to being with you next time. Bye for now, everyone. Peace. Okay, here are the answers to today's questions. Let's see how you did. Number one, it was 2,000 years ago that what is now known as Halloween was first celebrated. Number two, the church chose November 1st as its All Saints' Day to replace the pagan holiday. Number three, England is the country that has the tradition of soul cakes. England. And number four, the Irish used to carve turnips in order to scare away the evil spirits. Number five, Suzanne's continuing Halloween traditions are making sugar cookies with her family, and carving pumpkins. Number six, according to Suzanne, Halloween has changed in that people spend much more money now on parties and decorations than they used to. Number seven, Suzanne said that she does not see small children trick-or-treating alone. So the answer to number seven is no. And number eight, will there be changes in Milwaukee's Halloween celebrations? The answer is yes. There was the announcement that Milwaukee will not be having trick-or-treating. I mentioned that there would be some neighborhoods... Sponsoring their own trick or treating. But as far as citywide trick or treating, Milwaukee has canceled it. Of course, that's because of the pandemic. And we hope that next year life will go back to normal and that we will be able to have trick or treating. So, those are the answers to today's questions. I hope you did well. Time Out with Rita is brought to you by Act 2 Educational Consultants, a consortium of professionals from across the USA offering their skills, experience, and expertise to help you reach your teaching and learning goals.